0: Welcome to alt Economics Presents. I'm Alex. And I'm Jared. And we are back in black. Just like ACDC. Uh, we survived the Venom. Here comes the Carnage, or whatever. What's the subtitle? Something, I don't remember. Something Carnage. Carnage. Venom with Carnage. Yes.
1: It was a Carnage movie.
0: Yeah. It was a Carnage movie with very little Venom. I mean. Yep. Uh, we talked about it briefly that that's what we're going to see. That's why we talked about adaptations. That were good and bad. Uh, There was a lot that were bad, some that were good. And I have to say, this one uh, depends on what you're looking for, for the Venom Carnage movie.
1: I didn't really go into it with any expectations at all. I enjoyed it. I liked the first Venom better myself, but I didn't think this one was bad.
0: My (laughs) rule for this is, if you liked the first one, you'll like the second one. Agreed. If you did not like the first one, you will not like the second one. Agreed. Uh, They are very much... True to what it was, there are major plot holes that are Venom sized, that are gigantic. Like the whole, they go to a club and there's loud music, but that doesn't bother Symbiote at all.
1: Yeah, yeah. And he did a mic drop. There was feedback on yeah. the speaker. but he was fine. It was fine. Fine. But then they had a bell ringing. That
0: was too much. That was that too was much. Way for That bell. Much. So yeah. So that is our quick review of Venom Carnage movie. So let there be Carnage. I think that's what it was. Yeah, that's it. Venom. Let there be Carnage. Uh, yeah,
1: it, it, Woody Harrelson was fine. Yeah, um, yeah, I look—it's Woody Harrelson though, right? Good in about anything.
0: I would say it is Woody Harrelson being Woody Harrelson, not necessarily being Cletus Cassidy. I'll agree with that. That was—it was—it was, eh, was okay. It was
1: Woody Harrelson, so cool. Yeah,
0: but if you're expecting a great portrayal of Cletus
1: Cassidy, yep. no. And did we look it up? Was that uh, his girlfriend? Was she? uh in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, I didn't. I didn't look, look that, that, up. that up. I, I was gonna about ask it comp- if that was the same girl.
0: Yeah, I forgot about that completely. After
1: basically, once we got out of the theater itself, gone. I, yeah, I just thought about it. I haven't thought about it since. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah,
0: that's that's the movie. But the one good thing from that movie is it gave us a topic to talk about this week. Yeah, uh, because we're Jared and I were talking, yesterday, like, "Hey, Adrian's not gonna be here. We need stuff to talk about. We didn't talk about." And after struggling, struggling. Struggling,
1: and then more struggling.
0: We decide, hey, the problem. One problem with the Venom movie is he's in an all black costume without the spider symbol. So let's talk about black costumes. So, Jared, what is a black costumed comic book character that you enjoy?
1: Well, the first one that was on my list was the black suit of Superman. This was first. Uh, this first appeared when he was killed by Doomsday. And, quote killed. Yeah. Quote killed. In the and death and, of Superman. Uh, they had uh the story arc of the Rise of the Superman, which is the four uh, Superman Eradicator, Superboy, Steel, and cyborg Superman. And then in the next story arc, or a three part story, um he comes back to life and he's donning a black suit, which is like a regeneration suit for him and stuff because he, you know, he was killed. he his powers are very much gone almost he took a nap so that was his pajamas for his nap exactly and they had rocket boots on the bottom of them so they were basically a black suit with a silver emblem (laughs) you forgot about that didn't you i (laughs) forgot about the the boots that's so dumb (laughs) so so dumb
0: way to go dc when just when i think the bar is low you go ahead and lower it
1: they lowered it big time there so but the suit itself looked good it didn't really have a i don't think it had a cape I don't think it had a I cape. I don't remember it having a cape.
0: But it did still it did still have the Superman logo but it was yep. in silver. Right. Instead of yep. the red and blue, it's black and silver.
1: Yep. And then they uh kind of uh did a little bit of that suit in the Snyder cut of Man of, uh Justice League. Yep. So, and I think it looked really good on the Snyder cut. Yeah. So, that was the they best did thing a good about job the Snyder with cut. It. Yeah. They did a really good job with adapting the suit to the big screen and it did not have rocket boots in the movie. Which
0: honestly, at that point, might have made the might have made the movie better. Yeah, honestly,
1: I was a little disappointed that we didn't see that. I'm like, come on, Ed, go for it, go take the leap, you or know? Or at least
0: a, like a weird explosion underneath yeah. his foot, like
1: make a, a nod to it yeah. or something. So, but yeah, it was a it was a cool looking suit and everything. So he should have stuck with it. But I I don't think in continuity or even before they rebooted DC like six times, I don't think the public had seen that suit. I think it was very, very behind the scenes. Amongst the superhero community, not in the public.
0: So. Yeah, I I don't know.
1: Yeah, I can't remember. And there's been years and years of Superman stories. It could have been in there somewhere.
0: And if you want a recap of the Death of Superman, but don't want to read the books, definitely check out the YouTube video by Max Landis. I I know I made you watch that a year or so ago. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it goes and shows the ridiculousness that DC went through with the death of Superman in hindsight, looking back on it and uh, basically showed what in part laid waste to the complicated industry in the nineties. Yeah. The the moral of the story is they didn't kill Superman. They killed death. Yeah.
1: Up to that point,
0: up to that point. And someone died in comics. They were dead.
1: Yeah. Barry Allen. He was dead for what? Well, probably like six or seven years until Superman had died at that point, but he stayed dead really long. Yeah.
0: But then they did. They brought back Superman. All right, well, death has no meaning, so yep. we'll just bring back bring everybody. Him.
1: Then they tried to retcon it and say, oh, he wasn't really killed. He was just so, beaten so bad he had to go into a coma.
0: Yeah, it wasn't called the coma of Superman, though. Right. It was That's... called the death of Superman. Right. And, so. yeah. Uh, since then, everybody that has died in comic books in Marvel and DC have come back, except for Uncle Ben. He's still dead. And Peter's parents. Yeah, but we never really see them. We never so really saw them. at least we saw Uncle Ben. Um, DC
1: Is there anyone that has stayed dead in the DC? Not to my knowledge. I think anyone who has died in DC Comics unless it was like a, you know, I mean, there are some that are F character that was a one-shot, but There are some that room. are still
0: dead right now, I think. Like um Arsenal, he's still dead for now, I think. He died in the Heroes in Crisis. Right. That whole I thing. forgot
1: about that. Is he dead though? Uh,
0: I haven't seen him in anything else since then, but I don't. Is he in the Red Hood? I don't read book? a whole lot I'd, of DC. I'd stuff. have to
1: look. I I don't remember seeing him any in anything, but uh, it's possible he's in.
0: I think he is. If he was in
1: anything it'd be the Red Hood, but he
0: is still dead for now. Last I knew, last I knew, yeah, but, least. yeah. Boy, that's a fun. He is still dead for now, as far as I know. So, yeah, it's yeah. comic book language, right? right there. Yeah, uh, he will have had been dead if you do. As if it's a time <laughs> travel story, which spoiler alert, here's in crisis was a time traveler story. Yep,
1: and uh, it was a good story. I was, enjoyed it.
0: It was fine. It, I wouldn't be, say it, it was good.
1: I'd say it was fine. It read better in trade. Absolutely, one hundred percent agree. It was horrible in single issues because I think that I think some of those issues came out six to eight weeks apart too. So it's like, oh, this is still going on. And they drug I out, all about this. They drug it
0: out a lot longer with right. the whole.
1: But so, I liked the, I so if liked you're the not Harley fam- Quinn and, and uh, Booster Gold stuff.
0: If you're not familiar with what we're talking about, A, read the book. B, I'll give you a quick, quick recap. Uh, there is a safe space for heroes and low-level villains alike, I guess. Yeah, kind of hero- like therapy. Yeah. They, all right, well, I'm, I just need to get a break, go there. And there's a robot that automatically records the sessions, but they don't talk to anybody. So it is 100% purely confidential. Something happens... People die, one was Arsenal, and one was Kid Flash, but then, I won't give away too much spoilers, but people died, and those are the people that are still dead, as far as we know. It was, basically, Arsenal was the big one, and a whole bunch of people yeah. I've never heard of before, but I'm yeah. not a huge DC guy. Yeah,
1: I knew them. They're... Their names. Yeah.
0: Their names and costumes. They're that, your,
1: a lot of C characters. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't even call them B characters. They're not must see characters. They're just see characters. exactly. Like yeah, they're, they're, they're there. They're, they're there, buddy. Well, you are dead. They're, their their bodies there. <laughs> well, n- well, some
0: of them, their bodies there and there, yep. and there and there and <laughs> there. But yeah, it's good morbid humor there.
1: Uh, so yeah, the so, but, black yeah. suit su- Superman, black suited Superman. Uh,
0: next one up for me is going to be a little bit of a cheat. I'm going to do the heroes costumes in the book Secret War by 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 Brian Michael Bendis. On the cover, you can see a whole bunch of different heroes that have the alternate black costumes. Oh yeah! So you have Peter Parker Miles with a black and blue costume, uh, Captain America with a black and white costume. Looks like Wolverine, black and yellow. There's a whole bunch of heroes on the front. That <laughs> so the story way the story works is Nick Fury needed to take care have a have a war with I think it was Lavaria. I don't know for sure. It's been a long time since I read this. This might be our first book club reading assignment oh, that we made in. made. There we go. Um, whether he recruits them to do a secret mission, he then mind wipes them so they have no accountability, like you can't testify against me if you don't know what you did. But while on the mission, he gave them all like hidden stealth suits or whatever that are supposed to hide their identities. But Spider Man still has a spider on it, even though it's not red and blue, it's black and blue mm-hmm. with a blue spider accent. The eyes are deaf. like.
1: No one will notice.
0: Wolverine, he still pops his claws like Wolverine does.
1: Yeah, you'll never notice this. Captain For America
0: that still has a shield, even though it's painted black, but it's like, there's a lot of, really? Black Widow's costume on that. you know what the difference of Black Widow's costume on that versus regular Black Widow?
1: Looks like it has a hood.
0: That's about it. There's nothing that is different between the two. No. Nope. So, uh, <laughs> way to go, Nick Fury. You did a horrible job trying mm. to hide costumes on that. But this one's, I still like it, though, because it is a nice... Almost almost like a what if. Like, oh, what if they went dark just because? And I mean, that's not the case. This is a real continuity story. But it is really cool to see the darker. Like, it almost looking back on it now, it's almost like they're making fun of DC. Like, oh, we, what's what if it's, we have a darker Captain America? What if we have a darker Spider-Man? Well, do we really need that? No, no but we'll, not just, at all. we'll just have the costume look. I and mean, they still are themselves at the time doing the mission. But the story itself revolves around them trying to piece together what happened. Like, they already did the conflict. How did we get in this scenario? And they're piecing the piecing the puzzle back together. And they're trying to figure out, how did we get there? What's going on? And the one that has the biggest problem with all of it is Wolverine. Because he's like, hey, Fury, you know I have problems with people messing my head and my memory. That's not cool, bro. We had a trust, and then you did this. So... It's really cool. It's been a long time since I've read it. It was probably one of the first stories I read when I was getting into comic books. So it's probably been close to, oh, shoot, 12, 15 years since I last read it. So I definitely need to read it again. And it's cool. It's it's definitely a darker, grittier artwork. Like here, I'll pass it over so you can look on the inside. But it is, it's a darker, grittier. Oh, but yeah. It's, but it looks good. It's like a dark Alex Ross style. Like, it is. It's it almost is like a almost painting like a style. Painting. But it is definitely – it is a darker special, Spec Ops story, and it's pretty cool. I enjoyed it. I, at least I remember that I enjoyed it. I need to Like I said, I need to read it again. I know, Jared, we're talking about possibly doing a – we'll do a deep dive on a book one, maybe once a month and have our own little podcast book club because, A, it's fun, and, B, because we're running out of topics to talk about. So we could use that.
1: Yeah. This looks really good. I've never read this. So the, How have I never read this?
0: And that is Secret War. Not to be confused with Secret Wars or Secret Wars because Marvel has two different Secret Wars stories because they're
1: awesome like that. This is the one with the black suits on the cover and it's is by Brian Michael Bendis.
0: Right. So uh, we had a customer come in the other day asking, like, oh, you know, I've heard about Secret Wars. Which one should I read? I was like, okay. So depends. Do you read Secret Wars or Secret War? Oh, you want to read Secret Wars? Okay, do you want to read Secret Wars or Secret Wars? He's like, "What?" I was like, "Exactly." So I actually laid it out. So there's the original Secret Wars. Then they did Secret War. Then a few years ago back, they just did Secret Wars again, but it's a different story, same title, different creative team, of course. But like, really, the exact same title. There's okay. a
1: Secret Wars two in there somewhere, isn't there?
0: Yes, but that one doesn't count because that one's garbage. Okay, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not a main enough thing. Like at least, so the first Secret War. Brought in Black Suit Spider Man. Yep. Uh, the other Secret Wars brought in Miles Morales into the main comic book in the main 616 because they destroyed the Ultimate Universe. So at least those did something. Secret Wars 2 was, I, I don't know, I never read it. Uh, my opinion is probably just the quest for more money and like, all right, we're, we're going to pandel capitalizing Pam. on the name. Right, we're going to pander a little bit and capitalize on the name. I mean, they did that with Secret Wars again, but yeah, yeah. that's what it is.
1: This time they actually did something,
0: right? So yeah, that is Secret War. It's a Nick, it's a great Nick Fury story about him doing whatever needs to be done to save the world, more or less. So yeah, that is Secret War.
1: So next on my list was uh the Black suited Flash. Um, this is also known as the Racer of Death. Um, it's the it's the character that comes out. Um, it's they didn't know for the longest time, but uh, they theorized that. Whenever a speedster was getting, about to die, this black uh, flash would uh, appear. And it was basically the flash suit, with, the, but it was black instead of red. You know, or like Thawne's was yellow. This is just pure black with a lightning bolt emblem on it. So Because why why not have a lightning yeah. bolt? So, but uh, yeah, it's basically theorized that uh, they uh, take the death of the speedster and bring him back into the speed force. And basically, that's the whole concept behind them. They Jedi him, right? yeah. They become much. one with the Force. Exactly. So, but uh, the first time I actually came across him was when I was reading the Flash, because I didn't read a whole lot of Flash back in the day. I picked it up when Bart Allen became the Flash, because I really liked uh, Jeff Johns Teen Titans run, and Bart was the Kid Flash in that. So I picked up. I, you know, that's kind of where I jumped into. Uh, the Flash, and it only lasted like 13 issues, and Bart was killed. You know, and that's the first time he appeared in the comic form for me. So I was really... They did a really good job with him in that series, and I just kind of started reading Flash from there. So, but yeah. That's the basic concept between with him. It's not any special story he's been in or anything like that. I think uh, Final Crisis, I think Side was trying to use the uh, Black Racer... Actually, that might be a different character. That guy was on s- skis. Should sure. I I'd think about it? That might be thinking of a different character. You, Final good- Crisis was a, or yeah, Final Crisis was horrible. Written by Grant Morrison, who's overrated in my opinion. He is also cr- super crazy, but that's besides the point. Yeah, uh, I will say Grant Morrison does have some really good Batman stuff, and some of his earlier stuff was okay. But he is still a but crazy he's, old man. Yeah, and some of his stuff is just garbage. <laughs> So, not, I'm not a fan of him. Let's just say that.
0: <laughs> they're not all Tom Taylor and write amazing stuff every single no. time.
1: No, but give him Final Crisis. That was a joke.
0: <laughs> but anyway, Black Flash. Yeah, Black Flash. Do we know who the identity Like, Is it a being or is it just a element of not the Speed Not that Force? I've ever
1: seen any uh, named character. I think uh, Barry Allen was becoming the Black Flash at one time. Maybe in his Rebirth story arc, um, he started to become the Black Flash, but they were able to reverse that. So, okay. I don't think it's, to my knowledge, it hasn't ever been, later named. Okay. So.
0: Cool. And I know you mentioned Jeff Johns earlier, so I will mention him now also. All right. Uh, with Batman Earth One, um, he is the Dark Knight Batman, and I, I don't know, like this Batman suit is kind of, I don't know to say. I mean, it's definitely more gray than black. Uh, of course, his cape is black, but his. I don't know, it seems like a very wimpy style of costume. Like, here, I'll pass the book over. This page here. Yeah. Where, like, the Bat logo on his chest looks like someone... It looks like a poorly made cosplayer. Like, level one cosplayer. Possibly even just a trigger-treat, a glorified trigger-treat costume where it looks like a hand stitch. Like, all right, uh, this looks roughly like a Bat. Not necessarily, it's not the iconic Batman Bat symbol that you see in any way. It looks very homemade. And... I kind of like that because this is – so with this first volume of Earth One Batman, it is the beginning of him learning to be Batman. Yeah. So, of course, he doesn't have the best technology in his suit. He does not – whatever. He is a detective that knows some martial arts. That's his gimmick at this point. And the whole story with this is really cool because the way they flip things around where Alfred, instead of just being a butler, like he is actually supposed to be the bodyguard for Bruce. And he actually trains Bruce then instead of like, okay, well, you're going to do this. You're going to try to be, a Ven, you know, Avenger family and everybody in Gotham. So you can't just go out, you know, dress up like a bat in the middle of the night without any training. You will die like a crazy person. So I am a formal former body. I mean, I'm a bodyguard. I know martial arts and stuff. I know if I can't teach you, I know people that can. So instead of just being a butler, Alfred is truly a mentor from that standpoint of like taking care of him and like training Batman. He's not just taking care of Bruce Wayne anymore. He is taking care of Batman and making Batman his own. And it's really cool to see the growth of, Oh, I'm a crazy dude that wants to jump around in a bat costume to no, I am Batman. Like,
1: and I believe that he gets a crack kicked out of him a lot in this book. Yeah. But, to, as, but as he's learning, he gets better. And towards the end of the book, he's able to, Like you know.
0: There's at the end of the book where you see his costume, was is definitely upgraded to you know, a, definitely. Like, yeah, it has the actual bat symbol with the gold in the back. Like, you see the pouches because it's not Batman if he doesn't have pouches. um, And, like, he's definitely – you can tell the way he's drawn. Like, his body language, he is actually Batman right. now. So – it's just, it's really cool. I mean, he's the, he is the Dark Knight. Everyone knows who Batman is, but it's cool to see an actual like leveling up progression of Batman as he gets better and better. And I thought they did a good job of doing that. And that's just the first volume. I think they did three of these.
1: Something like that. Yeah.
0: I know I read one. I'm pretty sure I read two. I don't know if I read volume three yet. It's one of those, another one we may have to d- decide as a deep yeah. dive because.
1: Yeah, if we do something like that, I would say let's do all three volumes. Right. So Assuming
0: we have access to them. Right. So, yeah, it's just, it's a really cool alternate take on Batman, but not too far out of the norm that you don't know what's necessarily what's going on. It's it almost, it reminds me of how the Ultimate Universe modernized everything. That's what kind of the Earth One series did for everything. Yeah, they did uh, Earth One Superman, Batman,
1: Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, Teen Titans, I believe. Yep. I think they did Green Lantern also. That
0: sounds right. But most of them have only done one, maybe two. Yeah. This this one was the first one. Yep. And this one has gone three. I mean, if you're going to start with something I mean, in DC Comics, why not start with Batman? Right. Like, he's the one that, all right, if it's going to work with anybody, it's going to work with him. So right. if it doesn't work with him, then it's not going to work at all.
1: Right. So. Yeah, it's it kind of reminded me of the Ultimate Universe. Yeah. Like it was its own side, but all the Earth One books were kind of its own thing. I thought they were kind of building towards a Justice League, but it, we never got there, not to yet my at least, Not so. yet, given given But time. with COVID, I can't tell you when these start were, stopped coming out right. or if they're still coming out or what.
0: Well, and some of the Earth One books, I'll be honest, I wasn't a fan of. Same here. Um, I wasn't a fan of Wonder Woman because I, I just, I, I don't really care about the character in general that's just a me thing not a yeah. thing the superman one was really good the superman one was really good like superman and batman those, those two top notch i get why those um, were the first two that they did
1: i liked the teen titans one but you being as a lot of these were origin stories and stuff like that they skipped a lot of it was still pretty, it was
0: still pretty weak it, it was weaker than it, it was pretty, than, pretty weak yeah
1: i'll agree with that but It wasn't bad. I mean, I would say- If you're a Titans fan.
0: Batman, Superman are the number one, top tier. And then One Woman is next with the Teen Titans. Like, if that's your thing, it's there. Right. But it's still not as good as it could be. Not at all. Not at all. Earth One, Batman, Earth One, uh, highly recommended. And I like the costume. Like I said, I like the evolution where it shows him, you know, as a new character versus going into the, I know you as Batman, you are the force that is Batman.
1: Speaking of Titans, I don't remember seeing an issue of Titans Academy here recently. Um, I wonder if that's
0: next week. It might be next week. This is the first of the month, so oh, this yeah, was probably it is probably my week. I'm so. probably, yeah. Yeah, because they're also doing, they're doing Titans and Titans United. They're doing two different books Yeah, now. yeah. They're Titans
1: Academy and Titans United. Anyway. So, sorry for that tangent. What Let's else is on, on your list there, Jared? Uh, last thing I have on my list was the whole DC Universe, pretty much, uh, with Blackest Night. Blackest Night was the war of the Green Lanterns and Red Lanterns and Orange, Indigo. all The, the entire rainbow yeah. of lanterns. Yep, and the Blackest Night is basically the Black Lanterns raising the dead, all of your dead characters. The Death Lantern. So they, I thought they're, um, so they're, I don't know what to call him, spokesperson. He wasn't really the general or anything. I guess he could be their general in their army um his name was the black hand he's an old green lantern villain uh he ends up killing himself and he he's the first black lantern to rise so the black lantern's logo is an upside down or a triangle that points down with five spokes sticking straight up so it was like a hand that's cool because the black hand i don't know if they meant i'm sure they did but that's what i got out of it it looked like a hand so i thought that was pretty cool
0: i never you know i never pieced it together until you said like no that that is true. That That's kind of cool. So
1: I thought that was a neat little touch. You, It's just something you don't pick up on right away. But uh, yeah, all of the characters that were dead at the time started rising. Uh, Martian Manhunter was dead and he became a Black Lantern. So it was, you know, the Martian Manhunter kind of zombified. So he didn't have his green skin, but he did have a black textured skin, and his suit wasn't like the uh, red emblem in the middle. It was a black one. His cape was black, you know, just all over. It looked like Martian Manhunter, but black. And uh, they had... Oh, jeez. Uh, Batman did not... He was dead at the time also. They brought him back as a black Lantern. No, they did not. Didn't they? They used his skull. That's what it was. Yeah. They used the quote-unquote Bruce Wayne skull to... Like infect the other Black Lanterns. Um, Your Hawk and Dove, or Hawk at the time, Hank Hall, he was dead at the time. He came back to life and his suit is normally red and white. Um, It was actually mostly white, but where the red uh, like feather pieces come off, I don't know what you call them. They're not really feathers, but uh, those were all black and everything. So, A lot of those aspects to the costumes were really cool and done as a uh, black, like a uh, black Green Lantern type type of uh, emblem on it, and everything, or the black hand emblem on all of them. Instead of like you would normally see a Superman emblem, it would be the Superman shape, but it had the black hand on it. So they all of the former Teen Titans who died. Um, some of the aspects were really cool. Uh, Dick Grayson was Batman at the time, and his parents became Black Lanterns. And instead of their circus gear, they were all decked out in black circus gear. So had some great stuff in it. Anyone who was dead at the time came back to life as a Black Lantern zombie. And it was a fun story. Blackest Night was one of the coolest events DC did, in my opinion.
0: Okay. And it looks like they at one point there was a Black Lantern Batman. I don't know. I think what Google said was like an imposter Batman. Like someone else was doing it. I don't know. I don't know if it will, be. a whole lot. Because I remember having a Herocl- or not Herocl- a Dice Masters card where it was Black
1: Lantern Batman. Like, I know I've seen it somewhere, but I don't I know. I if it was concept art or something because I don't think there was a Black Lantern Batman in the story. Could have been a variant cover even.
0: Because yeah, I know they better. dug
1: up his, yeah, maybe that's a variant cover or something. But yeah, in the story itself, they dig up uh, Bruce Wayne's grave and take his skull. Because Black Hand is holding his skull throughout the entire story, pretty much.
0: Um, it, like I said, it could just be covers or variant covers or something. Yeah. But
1: I was like, oh, I, I swore I saw it somewhere. And yeah, they had uh, one of the, some of the coolest stuff was all the dead Justice League members. Like uh, Black Lantern Aquaman was really cool. Well, he uh, was able to control dead fish. So you had zombie sharks and stuff jumping out of the water. But his, instead of his gold and green suit, it was all black, but it still had like the texture of his gold shirt and everything. He looked really cool. Yeah, so
0: that so, is...
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I could sit here and start listing off every single character they had in there, but... But there was a bunch. Yeah, there were so many that were all Black Lanterns, and the suit, suits all looked really good. Whoever was designing them, I'm going to guess Jim Lee had his hand in that.
0: Okay, looks like it was in Dark Knight's Death Metal. Where he was Black Lantern. Ah, so it wasn't That's, in Blackest it wasn't Night. In Black it was Blackest Okay. But there was a Black Lantern Batman. Oh,
1: yeah. I've seen that artwork too, but.
0: Yeah, and that reminds me of how you said that how the symbol looks like a hand. In the original Death Metal or Dark Knight's Metal series, the first one, Uh, the issue one had the evil Justice League members if you looked at it, each their pose like the rock on symbol. Oh, really? Cause like Batman's in the front with his cow like over his arm. So it looks like the thumb coming across. Oh, cool. There's the two shorter feet people and the two tall people in the end. Like, oh yeah, we designed it to look like it's the rock on symbol. Oh, that's cool. So like that. And I learned that when we were into San Diego Comic Con when Laura and I did. And I was like,
1: oh, those that's are nice really little cool. touches in those comics that you just don't notice or you notice later or someone points them out that are just fun. So it's like, that's, that's just cool. So.
0: That was the last one on your list. I have a bunch I'm going to blow through real quickly. Uh, First one is Darth Vader. I mean, that's a pretty cool... I mean, for being only, like... What is it? Uh, Maybe two-thirds of it is actually flesh inside the costume. The rest of it is cybernetics. And he's got a torso. He's got a torso and one arm and a head. Uh, He's got a fake arm and two fake legs, but... He doesn't have any arms. No, he has one. He lost one arm... Because when when Obi Wan swiped him, he had because that's how he crawled out.
1: Right, but it was his robot arm that Dooku cut off in the last movie.
0: Oh, that's right. So, that's why it didn't yeah. get all melted up. That's right. Yep. I forgot about that part.
1: So yeah, uh, Darth Vader, freaking Darth Vader.
0: Uh, always a great story. Whenever you read him specifically, we know we mentioned in the past, but I'll mention again. If you ever have a chance, read Star Wars: Vader Down. Yes, it is the best, the best Darth Vader story written. Period, in my opinion. Uh, next one on my list is the X Force, specifically the X Force that had a bunch of black and gray costumes that included Wolverine and. Those were pretty cool costumes. Yeah, let's see. it was Wolverine, Deadpool, X twenty three. That's not the one that. Uh, I, I probably oh, that's to. just yeah. X Force to remind you. Um, they had, uh, Archangel, which looked really oh, cool yeah. as black and gray. Yep. And Wolfsbane, I believe, is the last member that was on that team. Uh, if Adrian was here, he would also write and rave about that one. It's one of our, both of our favorite x force series. It was written by, I want to say, Christopher Yost. And I forget who the artist was on that series. Unfortunately, it's out of print right now. Otherwise, I'd probably buy it again and trade because I only have it in single issues. But the art on that, I would say, is beautifully horrific. Like it's like a CG style art and it looks really, really, really cool. The. The blood looks thick and coagulated almost like like it looks horrific, but also amazing. Um, so yeah, the X-Force costumes was always cool to see the black and gray adaptations of their regular costumes. And the last one on my list is based off of the inspiration of our topic of venom. That is Spider-Man and all of this, the black Spider-Man costumes starting out with the first one that was in uh, S- secret wars where he got the symbiote, the black costume, didn't know it was a symbiote yet. He's like, oh, this machine made our costume. We're good. And everyone's like, but we got ours over here, and why is yours black now? I don't know. Let's just roll with it. Cool. We're just going to go with it. So the first, quote-ish, appearance of Venom-ish, quote. Comic books are dumb on how we track that. On the first appearances. I'm like, well, technically the first appearance would be when he would have the suit cuz you find out later that it was this but it, it's not actually venom cuz it's just a symbiote so whatever another argument i have with the movie like oh i am venom no you turn into venom afterwards but whatever another here nor there so the black suit spider-man always cool to see the mean like overpowered like i'm not taking your crap anymore i'm not your friendly neighborhood spider-man i'm here to get the job done spider-man um, we get Miles Morales with his black and red, which I think is a really cool. Uh,
1: that's one of my favorite Spider-Man costumes. It Miles has, Morales, yeah,
0: it has the webbing on the top half, like it's yeah. like Peter Parker's. It still has the most of the same pattern. However, the spider symbol is different, and it's instead of having like the little waistband of spider netting around, it's just pure black and stuff. It's like, you can totally see that being two pieces. Like, I see your top part of your costume, your bottom part, and then your mask. So, like, that's cool. Um Spider-Man Noir, his costume oh, is really, really yeah. cool. And like if I ever lose enough weight, I would consider cosplaying as him because it's all black and like a steampunk style and everything. Yes. Like that looks really cool. Um Spider-Man 2099 even though it's it's bluish, blackish yeah, red. Um Mayday Parker, even with her costume with the red and black as well. Like it's just it looks really cool. Like, don't be wrong, I love the red and blue. It's yep. a classic. Yep. However, the
1: variations are really cool.
0: Yeah. And I know I'm seeing all these out in front because I'm holding uh, Spider Geddon in front of me. Like, oh, this last week I talked about Spider Verse briefly. So this week I'll do Spider Geddon, which is the sequel to Spider Verse, where it has a whole bunch of other things going on. And. So you can see like the superior Spider Man, his costume is cool with the red and black. It's like very much the same as Peter Parker's, but instead of red and blue, wherever the blue was, he changed it to black and he had like a bracelet thing that would be his like his smartwatch, wristwatch thing. Um that's cool. Uh yeah, it just it's really cool. And yeah, if you get a chance, if you have not read it yet, check out Spider Verse and then Spider Geddon, the sequel. No. Which Spider Geddon had the first appearance of the PS4 game of Spider-Man in comics. That's his first appearance in comics It was in that series.
1: Now, did he keep a symbiote version of the suit also? Because I remember at the end, Which after he? Peter, main Peter 616, okay. um, at the end of Civil War, or right after when they were on the run, Aunt May gets shot. Right. He goes and gets his black Spider-Man suit. And I I don't remember if that was just a suit or if that was a symbiote.
0: I think that was just a suit that was supposed to be in tribute to everything. Like, no, um, I'm not. I'm on the underground. I'm with, I changed teams. I'm no longer with Tony. I'm with Steve now. But uh,
1: I remember it uh, also symbolizes that uh, Peter Parker was angry. Yeah. And he was not to be messed with at that time. He was angry. He just couldn't remember if it was yeah. the symbiote or not. Yeah.
0: I'm about 90% sure it was just a black suit. I spider. think so too. It was not symbiote related at all. But yeah. Uh, so I will say thank you, Venom movie, for giving us something yeah. to talk about. That's about it. I'm going to thank you for <laughs> because the rest of the movie for me.
1: Uh, it's a credit scene. It w-
0: It is not worth the whatever price it is for mission just for the credit
1: scene no Uh, it's on youtube probably
0: or yeah i mean there are breakdowns of what it is and what it translates to what it means and everything if you enjoy the first one you'll enjoy this one if you did not enjoy the first one don't bother seeing this one. Just definitely. Look, just has, look for the post credit stuff.
1: Yeah, but it definitely had some fun spots in it. It did. There were some spots that I was chuckling at and everything like that, but.
0: There was one part that they were in the church I actually laughed at. And I was like, huh,
1: they had me laugh.
0: And that was it. Like, that was the one part. Yeah. But, yeah. But, again, some people may love it. Yeah. Uh, if, if you like it, then great on you. For me,
1: it was okay. I, yeah, same. I,
0: I thought it was slightly better than the first one
1: personally i liked the first one better but
0: the first one i didn't like the 20 minute motorcycle chase oh yeah that one ultimately that's what really took me out of it like
1: there's definitely spots even in this one that they drag out right
0: and we we, laura and i rewatched the first venom movie i was like okay i didn't like it originally maybe i was just in a bad mood let's see how it is now no i still didn't like it and now i know why like that motorcycle scene is the biggest thing like it just took forever and why are you doing a motorcycle chase scene why why? Do, why is Venom scared? Oh, that's a red one. That's I don't mess with those. Why? Tell me. Tell me why. Yep. Other than just oh, not, not messing with that one. Oh, that one's. Uh, I forget what the first one. Was. Oh, that's a like that's a white one or something. Like nope, not messing with that either. Well, what what does that actually mean? Right. Is it like a? Is
1: why like, won't you? You're freaking Venom. Is
0: it a? Uh, is it because there's a mutation with it? Is it because there's a power level? Like, they're a general and you're a private? Like, just tell me why, other than was, just oh,
1: not mess with that. Was Carnage's... Uh, was his origin in the movie, like, comic accurate? Uh, From the standpoint
0: that it came from Venom, yes. Okay. Uh, any other way? Not that I'm aware of. Laura would be the one that would know that better okay. than I would.
1: So um, it's somewhat comic accurate, at
0: least. I mean... It is accurate enough to say that it came from Venom. That's about it. Because the problem with the Venom movie is you're having a character that's origin is based off of Spider-Man, but you're not having Spider-Man in it. Right. So that's kind of – it's like saying oh, we're going to do a Captain America movie, but take place in United Kingdom. Well, that's not Captain America then. How That's just the Captain Britain then instead? That's a whole different character. Yeah. So that's, yeah, it is what it is. Yep. So yeah. So those are some of our favorite black costumes. There are many more. Uh, Storm is always cool. I always like her when she has, because I was looking at the stuff today, like, oh, it's always cool when she has that big like cape, but it's, it's a functional cape because it's attached to her wrists where she can ride the wind. She's a wind rider. She doesn't fly, but she rides the wind, and her costume is designed to do so. Um, so that's always cool. I mean, war machine is gray, black, it, mostly gray, but gray is a shade of black. So it's just go. a lighter. It's a it's it's not, lighter shade of black. It's not gray. It's light black. It's not pink. It's a lightish red. Laura, will give that reference. I don't know if anyone else will, but so yeah. Uh, yeah, let's move on to books this week. that came out, uh, Wednesday, October 6th, 2021. This year has flown by. It sure has. Uh, jared what is something that stood out to you this week
1: um i liked batman number 114 it's a part of the fierce uh fear state um this has peacekeeper uh x versus peacekeeper oh one um we have this green-haired character i think her name's like molly or something uh, that's working with poison ivy so she's figuring out what's going on and things like that but uh I think that's her name. Yeah, I'm, I'm going
0: to look it up. because Miracle Molly. That's what it's Miracle Molly. Name.
1: Thank you. But uh, yeah, they have a great, the art industry is really good, but uh, I'm trying to do this without spoilers. Um, they're kind of setting up that the peacekeepers are basically taking over Gotham. They have shut stuff down. Um, I believe that they're, I, I'm guessing they're going to shut down the city here pretty soon. invoke martial law in and out they haven't done it yet
0: i mean if they keep true to the future state story that came out at the end of this year then yes that's what's going to happen right
1: but uh, they are hitting peace like peacekeeper 01 has gone bat crap crazy and the other peacekeepers are like okay we got to take him down before he like ruins us you know in the public eye so batman is in the mix on that as well um He's actually kind of a good crazy character. I actually like uh, Peacekeeper O One now, and I hope they kind of stick around for a little bit.
0: There's Peacekeeper 01 and Peacekeeper
1: X. Yeah, and Peacekeeper X is like the still the same one that's like, okay, we gotta we gotta get this under control.
0: He's is he the one
1: that's drugged out of his mind? No, Peacekeeper O One is. Okay, I think maybe I have that backwards. I
0: know, I know there's one that is like infected with the fear toxin, is hallucinating and yeah. everything. Yeah, and there's one that is not.
1: I might have that backwards.
0: I, I I don't know. I could be completely wrong.
1: I, no, I the crazy they're... one has an O one written on his shoulder. Okay, so I'm guessing he's so that's got to be Peacekeeper O one. Yeah, that'd be my guess at least. Yeah, that they you know, oh Peacekeeper X has an X on his chest. So there we go. We're gonna go with that. So O one's
0: the drugged out one.
1: Yes. So, but it was a good story. I liked where they're going with Fear State. It's been a. Really good Batman event book. It's not spanning the whole DC universe, but it is tying in with Nightwing and Detective and stuff like that. So there are tie-ins, but it's not DC-wide.
0: It's a Bat-family tie-in.
1: Yeah. I think Harley Quinn's got an issue or two. I know
0: Nightwing will have... Yeah. Three? Like
1: three or four, I
0: think. Enough to be in either its own trade or within everyone else's. Yeah, but it's Tom Taylor's.
1: Do it Nightwing. Yeah, and I don't Fear I mean. stayed and at the end of the last issue, which we can talk about now since it's a week or two two weeks old. Uh, Batgirl's, Barbara Gordon's coming back and she's angry because someone's taken over Oracle. So I can't wait till they delve more into that. And
0: Bruce, Batman gave uh, Nightwing the biggest compliment saying, no, no, you are needing Bloodhaven because you're doing good work. Yes. Holy crap, he, Batman praised me? Yeah.
1: Well, be like, Yeah, I'm doing good. Yep. So... But yeah, Nightwing's been solid. So, but yes, Batman Fear State or Batman One Fourteen part of Fear State was really good, and they actually have a Clown Hunter. I was actually interested in his story because uh, Tim Drake showed up. All right, there you so go. If you're a Tim Drake fan, he's Check there.
0: <laughs> if you're a fan of him, read this. Yes,
1: we can't give away other than just
0: read this. Yes. Uh, first one up for me this week is the "Me You Love in the Dark." Uh, this is written by Scotty Young and. It, the first two issues were oh pretty good. Like, oh it's weird. Enough enough that got me hooked, and we subscribed to it because like I want to see where this is going. This is only like a five-issue, six-issue series, I believe. Um but I was like, okay, I'm not usually into horror books, but this is very horror-light. Where woman uh she's an artist, she's looking for inspiration, she's like like an artist block right now, so she rents this old haunted mansion place. and Like, all right, maybe this will be an inspiration. Turns out it is haunted by this weird shadow monster, I guess is the best way I can put it. And they are, they keep having like date night on this where they keep watching love. Actually, that's her favorite movie. So she watches that. um And then on Christmas they watch, Oh, what is it called? What's the other? Okay. Sorry. So no, it was love. Actually it was the Christmas one that they watched. Um, the, before they're watching as, uh, about time was the one, the movie that she loved before anyway, but like they're having date nights, getting, they're bonding together. And this is the actually issue three. She gets to from the, I'm scared. I, I don't know what you are to. I like you to I actually love you now. And it is, it's, it's really weird. It's disturbing, but I'm looking forward to more of it. Um, because it's a slow burn. It's like, oh, let's let's see where this relationship goes. You know, it's going to end b- badly for someone somewhere at some point. But let's see where how it gets there and see how
1: ugly it can get. Let's because yeah,
0: it is a horror. It is it is rated M. Um, there might be some. Okay, there is a little bit of nipple that you get to see in this one. So be warned, readers. Be warned. It's just for one panel, but it's just the brief. That it's there, but it is. It's a really interesting, weird story, like, to see her falling falling in love with something that she doesn't really understand what it is. And I don't think it understands her from the way, like, it's talking, like, "Uh, I don't really know you because I'm not like you. I'm like the the monster. I won't call it the monster. It's thousands of years old. So it's been there for a long time, but it doesn't really fully understand human interactions and everything. And she doesn't definitely understand it or anything. Um, they definitely jump time a lot in this, like, oh, they started Halloween, then they go to Christmas. She has like, oh, talking about like, when, you know, when she was a kid, she'd go to her grandma's house and the monster's like, well, why are you crying? She's like, oh, no, no reason. I was just thinking like, at this point in my life, I might have my own kids, but I wasn't sure about it. And it's definitely like a family, like she can tell that she is a lonely person, but. I don't know if she's actually in love with us or just like she's just so lonely. Like, all right, well, you're here, you know, I don't know what you are, but you're here. And yeah, it's it's weird, but it is so good and it's hard to describe other than just
1: check it out. This is issue three. That's out. All right. What's next for you, Jared? Uh, my pick of the week is our good buddy, Tom Taylor. Hey, big surprise on that one. Uh, Dark Ages number two from Marvel. Uh, from the last issue, basically all power was out uh, by Apocalypse and... By an Apocalypse, by not, an apocalypse not the not, Apocalypse character. Yeah, this is something, not the Apocalypse character. There's some sort of magical yes.
0: EMP field that's emit, constantly emitting on Earth.
1: Right. So uh, there is basically, you know, widespread destruction and people are fighting and... Uh, wars are happening. It starts
0: real sad. Yeah,
1: um, I don't want to give spoilers. But it's I the first sad two pages. Character. It's the first two pages. You can see. "Okay, Hawkeye's dead. Hawkeye's dead," and yeah. I forget who all else is there? Right there. I on didn't the care front. about the rest of them, but I'm like, oh, not Hawkeye. He's just a so, guy. Yeah, but uh, so the heroes, kind of all across the world, are kind of banding together in heroes, a sense. Heroes and, and villains. Yeah, it and is, villains.
0: It is society. <laughs> like, all right. We've gone to the worst. We need We right. need to band together.
1: Yep. And they're all basically around the world saying, you know, we've got to work together to all the people and they're, you know, even Deadpool's in the mix. Right. So, but uh, we have a bit of a time jump and I didn't catch how long of a time the, they jump. They don't
0: really say. It's near as I can tell.
1: So, but uh, May Parker is around Mayday. N- and Mayday. It's a version- What would you say? Like 10, 12, something like that? Uh, she's swinging yeah. along
0: there. She, I wouldn't say- and it's a weird costume for, yeah. for quote, May Day. I'm going to call her May Day because that's, yeah, it's, they, call, they her, call her May. They call her and May it's, and it's the, yeah, the daughter of Spider Man and Mary Jane. So, yeah. a but version it, of May The
1: costume's actually kind of cool. It's, like it's pink, different. yeah, pink and like a deep blue, almost but purple. It's almost like a jacket rather than a, like a, just a. Because you don't need costumes yeah. at that point. I
0: mean, you right. are one of the world.
1: Yep. But uh, they're all linked around the world by. Um, Uh, Jean Grey, telepathically, like— To check in. Yeah, just checking in, like, uh, Xavier's in Brazil and stuff like that. So they're all around the world, and they're all kind of linking together and trying to rebuild the world. The characters who don't have um, powers are working on trying to get the lights back on and everything like that, and nothing's working. So they're protecting their cities. Well, something's working because there is light, but I don't remember how. Um, bioluminescence. Bioluminescence. That's it. Thank you. But uh, their security is Spider-Man has built webs all around their compound that's like linked to bells like and stuff. Wires and yeah. stuff. So whenever there's something happening like uh, the vampires of the Marvel Universe and werewolves and stuff like that, they basically send out the team that can deal with them.
0: A version of X-Force. Yeah. Because yeah. it is Wolverine and a whole bunch of other yep. people that are... That are hard to kill, but can kill very well.
1: Yep. But uh, Tony and Pepper are here. They're all older. Back, there is a time jump. Living in a cave. Yep. Classic living, Iron Man. Yep. And he's working on stuff in his cave. Uh, Captain America shows up. And stuff happens. Yeah. I, I we're gonna stop, going to yeah. stop right there. But it's really so, cool to see. It's so well written. The art's fantastic. There are... St- there's, it's, like, it's, I have 20 questions about this, and, I like, it's still reading well in single issues. It is like, Tom Taylor and all of his finest work. It is. It's really good, and it's it's got about everybody from the Marvel Universe in it to a
0: degree. And, yeah, in one way, shape, or form, or another. And I want to see Tom Taylor do, I don't know, like, part of me is, like, I want him to do, like, an Amazing Spider-Man run, or you know, Captain America running, you know, something that's in continuity. at the same point, I don't want him to because he gets limited to what he can and can't do in that versus whenever he does these one-offs, I mean, we talked about where he did Deceased, he did Injustice.
1: This is an alternate future. I love alternate future stories. It's just an
0: alternate universe completely. Yeah. Not necessarily future. Right. It's because... The, at that point, like, here's all the toys, make up whatever you want. It yeah. doesn't matter what's going on. Yep. And he thrives at that. Now, he does. he's doing great at Nightwing, that's, yeah. which is part of continuity. However, Nightwing is very isolated in Bloodhaven yeah. versus, you know, Batman with Gotham and everything else.
1: Nightwing, he's...
0: He's his own little world in Bloodhaven. He
1: is. And he's DC's, I don't know, that, the one they can't kill. Yeah. <laughs> He, like, he, yeah, he's I the know unkillable. Dan Didio tried to kill him during Infinite Crisis and the writers are like, No,
0: you know, we're not doing that. They did kill him in one of the Batman video games.
1: Yeah. That's different though. Yeah. I'm just com- comics continuity. In something else they killed him off. Right. Yeah. The oh the Injustice video games. Yeah. They killed him off. But, but that's not right.
0: Yeah. But still, like Tom Taylor, he is he is great at playing. Like here's all the toys. Make a great yeah. story. I don't care what happens. Cool. Yep. And that's where he thought. I I kind of want more writers to be able to have that option. Yeah. Just because, like, okay, I may be a great writer, but I'm not good at writing Spider Man within continuity of everything else that's going on. Right. However, you know, if I do Spider Verse, that you know, Spider, you know, all in a different universe. Cool. Great. Awesome stuff. Right. So it gives creative people a more of a creative outlet to right. do whatever they want.
1: Yeah. But it also seems like Tom. Taylor, he understands the characters, and it doesn't seem to matter who he's writing.
0: Or at least he knows enough of them that, like, cool—you yeah. put them on an ensemble team, you get right. the gist, we're good to go.
1: But when he's writing Nightwing and Batman shows up for just a little bit, it's like it's Batman, right? You know, it's—it's
0: it's not a caricature; it is it's, that character.
1: Yeah, so. Yeah, Tom Taylor, Dark Ages, number two. Excellent, excellent book. I recommend picking up all of them so far. Uh, Again, that's another miniseries,
0: too. Uh, My pick of the week is going to make Laura happy. It is Amazing Spider-Man, number 75. This is the Beyond Chapter One, uh, part of the Beyond Universe. Those of you that read the free comic book day of Spider-Man this year, you may recognize it because it was not Peter Parker Spider-Man. It was Ben Riley Spider-Man. And this has Ben Riley finally coming to New York City to be Spider-Man. He explains how he, why he's in New York, how he's in there, what the whole Beyond story arc is. Turns out Beyond is a company that is a conglomerate that has bottomed up pieces of a whole bunch of other Spider-Verse companies like Parker Industries, Oscorp, whole bunch of other stuff. Turns out that when Doc Ock was superior to Spider-Man, he trademarked the name Spider-Man under Parker Industries. So the Beyond Company, they now own the rights to the name Spider-Man because, of course, uh, Otto Octavius would do that. Yep. So,
1: And, of course, you know, Peter Parker, that kind of what we were talking about a month ago or something, the Parker luck. It's like something – why can't things just go right to him? Now he can't – he doesn't even have the rights to his own name. Right.
0: So, I mean, slight spoilers, but they've been advertising it for a while now. Um that is, in issue 76, Peter Parker is going to be in some sort of coma. So he won't be Spider-Man while Ben Reilly's Spider-Man for a while. Um,
1: but, I mean,
0: so sorry if I broke your heart and did that spoiler, but they've been advertising it for yeah, a
1: while. Yeah, I don't think that's really a spoiler since they're advertising it that way.
0: But at this point, in this issue, they're getting along, they're fighting together uh, against a
1: a version of the Sinister Six. I don't remember which version it is, but... It's it's- not, I don't consider this... To me, what it reminded me from was DC's uh, Royal Flush Gang. To be honest,
0: <laughs> I mean they're all kind oh, of sorry. look the same. Uh, it's not the It's the UFOs. That's right. Yeah, it's they not... all
1: kind of look the same, but they're all different colors.
0: Yeah, um, and one's big. Yeah, they they have weird powers that no one really cares about until they actually do stuff that's like holy yeah. crap. But this is the first book since. Um, I think it was Nick Spencer was writing the previous Spider-Man series since he left. And now we're seeing what's going on here. And at the end of the book, they have an advertisement of the upcoming Spider-Man story that will start in January called Ben Riley Spider-Man. So one would think, well, if they're doing a Ben Riley Spider-Man, chances are Amazing Spider-Man will probably be back to being Peter by then. I don't know for sure, but it's definitely – that's the impression I'm getting. Yeah, Or at least they're – or they're going to do – what Marvel does, and we'll try to make all the money by doing both at the same time. It is what it is. But this Spider-Man series is now three times a month that this will be coming out. I have mixed feelings about that. Mostly, holy crap, that's a lot of Spider-Man. Yeah. But as long as the story is there, then I'm excited for it.
1: Yeah. If they, if they keep up the, as good as this was... Then they're fine. I mean, this uh, if you weren't going to be picking this one, I was going to pick this one over Batman. Yeah. And so. this is definitely
0: a great jumping on point for people. It, it really is. Um, I would have liked to have timed better with Free Comic Book Day to say, hey, here's a Free Comic Book Day issue in two weeks or one week. This comes out that follows up right after that. Yep. Instead, well, it, was, it was August, so two months.
1: Yeah. That's a bit of a break, guys, but it is what it is. Yeah, but I'll tell you, you don't need to read the free comic book day issue. You don't need to, you, but it does help. It, it definitely helps. Or you don't need to know what's happened over the past year. I mean, it touches base a little bit, yes, but they actually, it's so well written that you don't need to read it to know, okay, this has happened, now we're going from that. Well, you know? The recap
0: is only five lines long. Yeah. Basically, it says... Peter Parker got the crap beat out of him and he's tired. Yeah. Go. That's basically what it says. Right. And, and
1: he has a little bit of a nightmare. That's a, kind of from the last story arc, I'm guessing. No. I didn't catch no, where, but no, it could but it, was be... a, it was just a nightmare. Okay. Yeah. Then he's just having a nightmare.
0: Uh, I mean, it was pretty messed up. I'll give it that. Yeah. Uh, as most nightmares are. Yeah. But my only problem with this is it just says chapter one at on the bottom. It doesn't say number one. It I know a lot of people hate it when they renumber. However, this one would have been a great time to say Amazing Spider-Man number one on the front. Actually, it would have. Because it is the perfect jumping on point for it. Um, Again, I hate that I said that. But I feel like it would do better overall for everybody if it was number one because there is that mental block of, oh, it's 75. I don't want to – I'm 74 issues behind. Number ones are number ones for a reason. Yeah. Because those are the jumping on points. And that's the only time we get a clear-cut example of that in comics these days is if it says number
1: one on it. Right. And that's why they've restarted Star Wars and vader a couple times because they're, those are good jumping on points now
0: they they could do number one but legacy number 876 still in the bottom because they right. still have the legacy numbering. so that way the, those of us that collect collected want to have them in order it still has that yeah but if it wanted to do well it would have been number one
1: yeah agreed but and i'll tell you i probably wouldn't have picked it up if you hadn't explained to me this is a good jumping this is the on point
0: best jumping on point you'll get in a very long time yes so – and I, I really enjoyed it. It is a thicker issue.
1: Yeah. Um, it was worth it though. It was a good story.
0: It's a $6 and, issue and um, it is it is worth it. The majority of the story is one story arc. There are two backup stories in there which are really – which are pretty solid. Yeah. But the main story itself is wonderful. I really enjoyed it. So that is Amazing Spider-Man number 75 is my pick of the week. Um, there are some other great books that came out this week.
1: Uh, Last Flight Out, the issue number two was good. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Mm. Um, DC's Halloween uh, uh, issue uh, are you afraid of Dark side came out um had it's a Halloween. Some good spots it's you know it's if, a Hallwe yeah story. it's it's been it's about on par with their past Halloween story arcs so if you' have like those that's a be a good one for you
0: it starts the teen Titans around a campfires yeah, st- they're telling gonna spooky be spooky stories yeah, so that
1: was a fun concept.
0: You know, that's what got you to buy. It, it was is because that exactly. initial, the initial like, oh, they're telling There's our can't, Damian, can't fire stories.
1: Yeah. The cover is great. Damien Wayne's Robin, you know, with a flashlight, you know, telling a spooky story. I'm like, that's a great concept.
0: Anyway, that was a kid that had cable in the nineties would remember the logo. It definitely looks like, are you afraid of the dark? Yeah. Like you can tell they're, they're definitely copying that. Yep, are you afraid a, of dark side instead of the dark? It should say, are you afraid of the dark side? But whatever. Yeah. I think that that might have been too close to it, maybe, but
1: probably. But then his name's not the Dark Side; it's just Dark Side. So, and
0: yeah, but his name's not the Batman. But a lot of people call him the Batman. So, yeah, that's true. So we'll throw that out there. Anyway, and there's also that's true. there's also the Ohio State University, not just Ohio State University. If you no already. one cares about that, uh, well, unless you go to the Ohio State <laughs> University, then you care. Uh, anyway, <coughs> let's get to the part that Jared, you always forget about. Dang it. That is our heroes of the week. Let it be Count book or otherwise. I'll let you buy, I'll buy you a little bit of time and I'll go first. And I'm going to say, I know I mentioned it before, but I'll mention again: nurses are still heroes. Uh, today I went to see my doctor about my foot, how I'd been injured with heel spurs. And I was talking to one nurse, and she's like, I was like, ah, oh, don't at least. She had to take me she made me take my socks and she was off to examine my foot, and everything. I was like, sorry. It shouldn't have smelled too bad though, because I got a shower right before I got here. She's like, Oh, don't worry about it. I've had to trip toenails before. And she's like, Do you want to hear a gross story? It's like, well, you yes you, you tease it, so yeah, I want to hear a gross story. So if your discretion maybe advice coming up. Uh sometimes at the podiatrist they have to trip trim people's toenails. She was talking about one time she trimmed it and while talking, the toenail when she clipped it, went into her mouth.
1: Oh God. So
0: uh whatever she's getting paid, it's not enough. And I told her I was like, well, you, know what you should do those full face mask shields. You should wear that. So it protects your eyes, protects your mouth. You don't get it in you. So she's like, Yeah, yeah. I spat that out. at I me." Mean, like, yeah, I would have I probably would have vomited at that point. Yeah. So good on her and nurses in general that deal with discussing like stuff like that and they don't usually even flinch, like, yeah, we've seen it all done it all. Doesn't make it any better though. So I wanna say nurses. Keep doing what you're doing. You are a far better person than I am. So, with that disgusting story out of the way, who is your hero of the week?
1: I'm going to say my cousin Patty. Uh, she just had a baby yesterday. And that, that that's about it. She is a legitimate bodybuilder. There you go. At that point. Yep. <laughs> yep. Everything seemed to
0: be Everything seems healthy, A-okay. hopefully. So, yep. good on her. Yeah. Good on her nurses and doctors for her. taking care of her. There
1: you go. So, Yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So,
0: with that, everybody, we'll say thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for sharing on social medias. Even when Facebook is down, you know what didn't go down this week, Jared?
1: MySpace. MySpace
0: didn't go down when Facebook went and down. And you
1: should have more followers now. Yeah, because, hey,
0: you guys are complaining about MySpace or Facebook. Hey, MySpace didn't go down as far as, I don't know, I, don't know. I actually didn't look. It didn't C.
1: because we actually logged on and I actually made an account and started following us. There we
0: go. So, so that's right. You can
1: follow Alter Ego Comics Presents on MySpace, the podcast. I have never heard of MySpace going down. You know what? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Don't think too much into I, I, that.
0: I, no, I can I can honestly say I can never remember exactly. MySpace going
1: down. Exactly.
0: Now, that being said, uh, to go to MySpace, you have to log into uh, through a web browser because there is there no is app no for app. it, which is ridiculous. Come on, MySpace, get together. But But they did not go down. So That's good right. on them. So if you'd like to follow us on social medias, follow the store, Alter Ego Comics. If you like to follow the podcast specifically, uh, tell the store that you want us to have a podcast page. Or just follow us on www.myspace.com slash Alter Ego Comics presents. Uh, and I'll tell you, if you guys do give enough traction on that, I might actually update it more. Because all I've done is like I made a background picture. I tried to make a profile picture. It didn't load <laughs> for some reason. I don't know why, but that makes me laugh. And I uploaded one of our podcasts from like three weeks ago, the horror episode. And I haven't done it since because after uploading our podcast, the regular like stuff,
1: two followers. Yeah. And one of them's me. <laughs> I think the other one's Laura.
0: So, but yeah, anyway, yeah, we have a MySpace folks. I'm going to keep talking about it. They didn't shut down. So, MySpace.com That's slash right. Alter Ego Comics Presents. Or you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and TikTok for Alter Ego Comics. And just follow, hopefully you enjoyed this podcast, and we'll share it with your friends, and go from there. So with that, barring any other cataclysms, we will be back next week, and we'll see you next time. MySpace didn't go down. That's all I'm saying. Like it didn't. Facebook did. I mean, Twitter stayed up. Twitter stayed up. But the
1: the Twitter was
0: hilarious. Oh, they were they were trolling. Oh my god! Everything was.
1: Everybody was. I mean, as they should. Oh yeah.